0: Boris Johnson versus the EU, riots in Bristol over policing, IKEA on trial, and AI versus scammers. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Monday the 22nd of March. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we discuss the Prime Minister of the UK taking on European Union leaders to try and ensure that vaccines continue flowing to the UK. The issue of vaccine distribution seems to be a pretty significant one around the world at the moment. And while the vaccine has been developed and is in production, demand remains incredibly high, so everyone's keen to get as many as they can. Some countries have production facilities within their borders, but due to deals made by the manufacturers, those home countries aren't always able to get their hands on the vaccines being produced. This has been the case for the EU, specifically in the Netherlands, where the AstraZeneca vaccine is currently being produced. But many of these Dutch-produced doses are heading straight for the UK before reaching arms in the EU, much to the dismay of many people in Europe. One proposed solution to this from the EU's perspective is to simply block the exports of the coronavirus vaccine to the UK. In fact, a meeting is planned for Thursday for EU leaders to further discuss this idea. In an attempt to try and stop this from happening, Prime Minister Boris Johnson will call European leaders to try and persuade them to oppose it. It's been speculated that Emmanuel Macron and Angela Merkel are high up on his call list. The EU aren't happy about him even doing this though, with an official claiming that as in the past, seeking division among member states will not succeed. What do you think though? Is it fair for the UK to benefit from vaccine development while the EU falls behind and cases and deaths spike? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. For our second story today, we stay in the UK to discuss some riots that took place in Bristol. As we discussed in a video last week, that video is linked down below, the UK government has recently tried to introduce the Police, Crime, Sentencing and Courts Bill. It's currently cleared the first and second reading in the House of Commons and is set to go to committee stage, although it seems like the government's pushed this back to the 24th of June. Nonetheless, the bill has proved itself to be controversial, with huge protests taking place across the UK, as many feel that the government is attempting to curtail the British people's right to protest. Of these protests, one of the largest took place in Bristol yesterday. This protest was called the Kill the Bill March, and while things started off peacefully, it swiftly got violent. It actually ended with some of the protesters storming a police building, with police cars being set ablaze and around 20 officers being injured. Two of these police officers had serious injuries and one of them was left with a punctured lung. So far, six people have been arrested, and pictures have been released by the police in an attempt to find other protesters who are responsible for crimes committed. What do you think though? Is the bill objectionable? And even if it is, are these protests the right move? In the third story of the Daily Briefing today, we move to France to discuss a trial involving IKEA. We all know the fun of going to IKEA. Debating which bits of furniture to buy, maybe treating yourself to some high quality meatballs and potentially even being pressured into buying a dunkel's cock. Well, it turns out that this whole experience might not be as wholesome as we first thought. Well, in France, at least. It's been alleged that IKEA France established a spying system that included the use of private investigators and police officers. And both employees and customers were allegedly snooped on. And no, not for ignoring the arrows in the one-way system. In emails from 2012 that were leaked to a major satirical newspaper, it was allegedly revealed that the former director of risk management at IKEA France presided over investigations into employees who attended protests, with concerns arising that there were risks of them becoming eco-terrorists. Ultimately, we'll have to wait and see what the outcome of this is because, at the moment, all we have is allegations, but it certainly seems to be an interesting story. In the final story today, we discuss an ingenious way of dealing with scammers. You may already know that the pandemic has seen rise to scammers trying to convince people to part with their money online. One particularly shocking tactic is so-called romance fraud, which has increased by 20% in 2020 when compared to 2019. This led to a huge £68 million being taken from unsuspecting victims. While many of us might want to do something to get back at these scammers, it's often just impossible. But it seems that there's one man who has quite a lot of experience at making these scammers' jobs harder. You may have even seen one of his videos yourself on YouTube or TikTok. We're talking about Kit Boger, a content creator who uploads videos of him wasting scammers' time. In some videos, he simply deliberately misunderstands their instructions, follows them right up to the last moment, just when they think they're about to get their hands on his money, when he misunderstands their instructions and it all goes wrong. In any case, the scammers are left rather frustrated, and while many clearly find this sort of video satisfying, potentially due to karma unfolding before our very eyes, the issue is that he is just one man and can only waste so much of scammers' times. Well, in an attempt to rectify this issue, he's in the process of developing an AI bot that understands what the scammers are saying on the phone, and then plays back a pre-recorded sentence from Kit Boger. At the moment, it's having some teething issues though, such as playing back the same clip of audio a number of times on the same call, but it's hard to argue that it hasn't already got off to a good start. After all, training an AI isn't going to be easy. In an interview with the BBC, Kit Boger has stated that if I could keep them on the phone for an hour, that was an hour they weren't speaking to anyone else. Ultimately, if this AI bot succeeds, then scammers will be wasting a lot more time talking to an AI bot, and a lot less time talking to actual people. What do you think though? Is this an ingenious creation that will stop people giving their money unintentionally to scammers? Or is it just a pipe dream? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR Daily.